It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, oh my God, we are trying something different today. What is that different thing? Well, Ryan Horvath is on vacation, not joining me here this week. But guess who is instead? We got the one and only, the hating ass himself. Dubbed the by America's favorite baseball player, Tim Anderson. He is the producer of this show, and he is a young whippersnapper who's going to talk baseball with me throughout the rest of this episode of BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. He is Mario Heron. Mario, how you doing, man? It's 4th of July, and we got a lot of baseball to cover, brother. I'm doing great. Happy to be on the show. I'm going to try to do the opposite of Ryan and not mention the 2016 Cubs in any way I can the whole time. I'm going to try to limit that. So I'm going to try to do that as less as I can. But hey, beautiful day. Beautiful day of baseball. July 4th. Who can't be excited? I'm pumped up for today. We got a lot to cover. We got games. We got series. We got props. And real quick, just for your own honor, I just want to tell you right now, is it worth taking a total basis prop today on your favorite player, Tim Anderson, as he's facing Dylan Bundy, who he's faced 18 times. He's hitting 278, and he has five hits. Do you think your favorite player, Tim Anderson, is going to go over his one-and-a-half total on-base prop? I think that's automatic. I think he's going to have a big day. I The reason why I'm honestly going to say this right away, I'm saying yes, is because I woke up this morning, and I click on social media. And as soon as I go, the first thing I see is a video of him doing the walk-off at Field of Dreams, and it's the fireworks going off. I thought it's a Tim Anderson day. I might look at total bases. I might even think a home run prop. I'm thinking that he has a really, really big day for the Chicago White Sox. And White Sox, they're coming off a big weekend. Some would say the AL team of the weekend just might be the Chicago White Sox. Okay, I I will say they're the team of the week. Now, listen to me very carefully. I get that you're setting me up here, and it's very, very good job. So not at all telegraphed. I love that about you. You're killing, Mario. <laughs> this is why you're a producer on professional radio. But they were the team of the weekend, dude. They went in San Francisco, and they swept the San Francisco Giants. All three pitchers did a great job. Lance Lynn threw a gem, hit his strikeout prop like he thought he would. Uh, Dylan Cease didn't hit his strikeout prop, but he was a little banged up, visibly so, mid-game. We were both kind of disappointed because our our side bet kind of got ruined by the fact that Dylan Cease's lower body kind of gave out on him. Um, on top of that, he the team pulled it together really well, had an offensive barrage on Sunday. I mean, you don't go into San Francisco and just take three from the Giants. I'm, I'm pretty thrilled about it, pretty excited to see what happens now going forward. You never know. These White Sox, we might have something here because we we know what this team can be on paper. They are the best team in their division, and their division, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to 
flat out say it. Their division isn't good. Their, their division sucks. The AL Central is terrible. The AL Central is a fake first place team in the Minnesota Twins. You got the Guardians who just got their asses handed to them in the Bronx. And now you got the White Sox who on paper are an all-star team, but haven't been able to put it together because of a geriatric manager and just about everything else bad juju taking place there on the South side. Now they go to San Francisco. They sweep a series, a big series. They are missing Carlos Rodon, by the way. That is not a small feat for this team. Now they're going into a series against the first place twins. They're facing Dylan Bundy, of which this team has an abundance of numbers. I already talked about what what Tim Anderson's done against them. If I were you guys, I'd also look at Jose Abreu. He's hitting 400 off this guy in uh, like 18 at bats. There are a lot of guys who have seen Dylan Bundy quite well on this team. I don't know, might be a good time to start taking a flyer on the White Sox in the AL Central. Again, it's not because they've completely turned it around. It's because that division sucks and they just might be able to outlast everybody. I mean, the division is literally pitiful. It is by far one of the worst divisions in the AL, if not the worst. And I'll give the South Side Chicago, throw your parade, have your big week overreact on Chicago radio. Oh God, you sound like a Cubs fan who wants to talk about the NL team of the week. Okay, go ahead. Talk about your Cubs. <laughs> so they're my team of the week. I'm not, not going to lie. They're my team of the week. But hear me out. They're, been, they're probably playing the best baseball they've played since probably – when Suzuki was on his really good. No, no, go ahead and say it. Go, go ahead and I, go ahead and break your Ryan Ryan Horvat thing that you already said you wouldn't do. They've been playing better this week since when? I probably since Suzuki's hitting streak. They, that's okay, you were, you're not going to sit here and say since the 2016 no. year. <laughs> I, I had a whole thing planned that as soon as you bring uh, bring up the Dodgers, I was going to do his. Um, you know, every time I watch the Dodgers. It just makes me so upset. I put in my 2016 World Series Championship DVD last night, and I'm watching, you know, the series against the Dodgers, and they have the same team then, and the Cubs don't. I was gonna do that whole thing. I oh yeah, it's my that. favorite. It's one of my, it's one of the go-to Ryan Horvath, uh, uh, basically rants. It's always about. Oh, yeah. I hate that this team, every team that's doing good makes him upset because in 2016, I had a team. Like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's ever said on air. I love this team. Like, I don't think I've ever heard it. It's always, I hate this team. It's this amazing. He's the best. I can't, I can't get enough. But I know I do agree with you though, that the Cubs, Hey man, yeah. they, you can't deny they weren't the team of the week. Last, and I was telling people at all my shows, the bet MGM shows, this bet MGM show bet for the cycle the other day. Um, down the line, everywhere I was going, I was saying, Hey, listen, uh, the Cubs are playing good. I'm riding. Uh, listen, it's very easy to fade the Cubs all season long, but they're, I'm riding this wave with this team. They're going to keep winning. I'm going to keep putting money on them because I was winning money all week long. Patrick wisdom swinging it. Well, um, Chris, Christopher Morrell. I, I, forgive me. Is it Christopher or Christian? I, I'm, I really, I think it's Christopher. It's Christopher. Christopher. Okay. Yeah. Christopher Morrell has been phenomenal. Like yeah. really good. Like there are pieces here to put together a winning ball club. They're just, you know, we talked about it. I talked about it yesterday and I'm going to say something that'll excite you because I was looking at the rundown from bet for the cycle the other day, and mm-hmm. you had something in there that was very interesting and we didn't get to it in the show because we had too much of a jam packed show. But one thing I'll add, ask and answer here, and you had in an overreact overreactor makes sense segment. You said if the Angels don't make the playoffs, is is uh, Otani as good as gone? Yes, is my answer to that. 
I don't think that's an overreact. I think Otani will be as good as gone. And then your question is, where is there for Otani to go? Now, there are plenty of teams that can afford him. And it seems as though Otani, Otani will command any price he wants. But is Otani the one guy in baseball that you look at going like, I don't think he cares if he makes the most money. I really don't. Mm-mm. I think he wants to go somewhere and be happy and have fun. The friendly confines are really friendly and a lot of fun. Um, I'm just saying, in a year and a half, can you imagine, and I might be putting this in the back of the head of a depressed Cubs fan. Oh, yeah. But I would love to see Shohei Otani as a Chicago Cub. I really, really, really would. I would kill for it. You know why? Because, one, everybody could use a Shohei Otani, obviously. So oh, it's yeah. kind of a waste of my time to say that he's a perfect fit because he's a perfect fit everywhere because everybody needs that bat. Everybody needs that arm. But the Cubs really need that bat, and the Cubs really need that arm. I mean, it's – can you imagine? I would I would love it. As a baseball fan, I would kill for Shohei Otani to be a Chicago Cub. The serotonin boost I just got in my head <clears throat> was out of this world. If this – you just planted – you have no idea the seed you just planted in my head that I am probably going to watch grow and grow and either – go all the way up to heaven or die in the most painful way as he it's goes likely to, going to die it's probably going to way. die yes, but i want yeah. to put it out there if i am a if i am a gm mm-hmm. if i am the president of the uh chicago cubs you look at what's going to be available in a few years and you know the big names that are out there and you are despite what the cubs have portrayed themselves as as far as spending money this team is one of the most wealthy organizations in all of professional sports forget baseball professional sports mm-hmm. Looking at what's going to be available, I'm going to throw a name out there. Juan Soto. He's not going to be a Cub. Yeah. They're not paying him. He's never going to wear the Cub uniform. But Shohei Otani, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. He'll be a little bit older. He will command a slightly lower price than Juan Soto. I think he'll bring you more international fame. Oh, I yeah. think all the eyes will be on Chicago Cubs period because otani's there you're going to get him out of the angels and i know the angels have the word los angeles stamped on their name but they are not in los angeles thus they're not in a huge market they're in anaheim a lot of people but not a lot of industry for that market really that's why i didn't understand the city connect jer- jerseys from uh the angels it's not that they were ugly in fact i think they would be very good alternate uniforms as far as city connect the only thing that's in that city is disneyland they should have just worn disney jerseys I'm not kidding. That's yeah. what it should have been. Quite frankly, they used to be owned by Disney, for God's sake. So it's just, I didn't understand that. Get him out of there. Put him in Chicago. Make him a new real-time folk hero. And let's get this going and get Chicago off the ground. Because I want to see Shohei Otani. I want to see Patrick Wisdom. I want to see Seiya Suzuki. Oh, yeah. I want to see Frank Schwindel. I want to see these four guys in the same lineup. I want to see mm-hmm. what happens. Maybe nothing. Maybe it's a disaster, but I want to see it. But let's try at least. Like, let's just at least try. And I like your point too. Like the Los Angeles Angels, like let's say, I would say they're more of a small market team. Let's just follow the history of baseball here. The big market teams always win. <laughs> they always get the big Not time always, players though. Yeah, but they always get the big time players. In fairness to baseball, like you, you hear about other uh, leagues and their salary caps. Really think about it. Like there's not a lot of parity in the mm-hmm. NBA. In the past 15 years, it's been like four separate teams that have won the NBA final. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that anyone has more money than the other team. They all are playing on the same level playing field. 
just team players want to just go to this city or this city. So you get the same champions over and over again. Major League Baseball, no salary cap. There's a different champion every year. It's never, it's not like the 90s where the Braves are in every single World Series or the Yankees are in every single World Series. Just look at the last few years. Who who won last year? Just remind me. Braves. Braves yeah. won last year. Okay, so you got the Braves won last year. Year before that, you got the Dodgers. But year before that, you had the Nationals. Year before that, you had the Red Sox. Year before that, you had the Astra. Five straight years with five different champions. Mm. This seems to be the only sport that this seems to happen in. And then Chicago Cubs in 2023. And then it just keeps okay, going. Okay. I didn't say 2023. <laughs> it ain't happening that fast. Slow down. I get that your division's not great, but I, I, I'm apparently the Brewers have died and the Cardinals yeah. have folded as an organization in your 2023. And it's, well, let's, let's just say the Cardinals do fall apart, which they won't, but they could, they won't, they you know could. they won't. I know they won't. And if that's there's one start. thing we know for a fact, no matter what happens, the Cardinals will be back next year. And the year after that, whether we like it or not, that's what the Cardinals do. Now I'm getting sad. So my AL team of the week. <laughs> now I'm getting sad. Uh, can we mention this? I want to mention this team before uh, we move on. But the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, they outscored the Blue Jays 24 to 10. Mm-hmm. Scored six or more runs in all three of those games. And they did that to the Blue Jays, who are one of the best batting teams in the league. And they're in a division where they needed this win. Yes, they they needed... This series went, they need a little bit more respect in that really hard division, and they need to get hot right now because, I mean, they got lucked out that, hey, shout out, my Cubs did them a favor, beat up on the Red Sox a little bit. What are you doing? Not, my God, this is the most Ryan Horvat episode we've ever done. This has all been about the Cubs. You opened the show saying it wasn't going to be about the Cubs, and all you will do is talk about the Cubs. All right, well, just see me out, but they did their job. They helped out the Rays. Rays are my AL team of the weekend. I just wanted just wanted to point that out. Well, okay, I get that. A good one. Congratulations. Are you going to figure out another way to talk about your Cubs? No, because I'm fading them so hard today. Yeah, today is <laughs> not the day to be all about your Cubs. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, we got more to talk about. We got one all our slates of games, but first we got some props to take you through. Strikeout props, home run props, first five props, all that jazz right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB Podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker along with hate ass Mario Heron. And we're talking all things baseball, things life. And more importantly, we got some props to bring up. And there's some pretty interesting props that are out there I'm going to talk to you about uh, real quick because... As we're looking at these series, now we got a lot of prop bets uh, as the games are taking place on 4th of July. We're going to run through them real quick, and then we're going to start taking you through these games and these series going forward. Talk to talk about who we're going to fade in the series going forward, what we like, what we don't like. But first, I just want to talk about Friday. Friday ball games, not, not Friday ball games, Monday ball games here for the one and only 4th of July holiday. Time to prop off between us. Let's see, two strikeout props. Let's start with that. Hayden ass Mario, give me a K prop that you're feeling today. I got two I really like, and you have one that I love. Before I tell you the one that 
you love? I'm going to tell you the one that I was hiding that whole time during break that I was hiding from you the whole time. Okay. I can't believe you missed him. The Prince, the strikeout prop Prince. Didn't miss him at all. Hunter Green. Didn't miss him. (laughs) Didn't miss him. Absolutely saw him. Absolutely skipped him. No, sorry. (laughs) No. I'm going to have to take a break on on your Prince, buddy. Hey, that's okay. I love a lot of walks coming from your Prince. Yeah, he has a lot of walks. There's a lot of pitch counts early in the game from your Prince. Now, he has been hitting some K props this season, Mm -hmm. but I'm really getting worried about the walks. It's a lot. He's thrown a lot of pitches this year. He's thrown a lot of pitches. I still love him. I'm still riding it. And every start since May 10th, he's gotten over five strikeouts all but once. And the only team that did that is the super team LA Dodgers. Yeah. I'm not even going to count that. So I'm still riding with the Prince. I'm going to ride until I die, ride until it doesn't uh, work anymore. So give it to me. Hunter Green, over five and a half strikeouts. You can get that at minus 110. Not the best value, but if you just want to sprinkle a little something on it, get a little guaranteed money. I'll sample. What's the, the price? At? How guaranteed. about that? What's the price? Minus 110. Minus so it's, not, it's not the best. It's not but. the best price. It's not a bad price. No, we're it's looking not bad. at it like it's, not it's, bad. it's a price that I would always describe as like a pick'em type price. Yes. But so it's not terrible. You're not getting terrible value. But here's my problem with it. He is facing the Mets. The Mets don't strike out that much. In fact, the Mets probably have one of the better strikeout rates. Let's take a look as we look at it right now. They have the fourth best strikeout rate in Major League Baseball, only carrying about 7.4 times a game. Hunter Green throws a lot of strikes. His team does walk a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little worried about this matchup. It's making me hit pause. I don't hate the value, but I'm not liking the matchup for him. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. Actually, you want to throw in a little side bet to maybe uh, double down on our that. weekend bet? <laughs> I so knew that was coming. And well, I'm just saying, I, I lost out on my bet because of an injury, like a, a injury, kind of. So that, that's a little tough pill to swallow. Do you want to? Do you want to bet it all back on with your prince? No, I'm gonna stay with my prince. You I'm gonna coward. stand. You I know coward. I am a coward. I am a coward. I am a coward. But the <laughs> one thing I will say with the Mets too, going back to that, is with they haven't been playing the best, and I'm a big believer in ride, you know, ride through the dirt and ride through the sun. If they're you know sky high, ride that until as far as they can. If their team's going through the dirt, you always ride that too. So well, I do agree with that to yeah. a degree because that's what I've been doing with the Chicago Cubs this week. So yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. All right, I got a K prop for you, a little bit higher than your five and a half, and that mm-hmm. is at seven and a half. And that is coming from the one and only Carlos Rodon. Listen, if Carlos Rodon pitches, you know he's going to throw to five to ten Ks every single game, provided he stays healthy. Um, he is facing the D-backs. The D-backs have the 24th worst K rate in Major League Baseball, 8.75 Ks a game. I love the Diamondbacks offense, but they are a high swing and miss rate team. Uh, Christian Walker, who I'm I'm over the moon about on what this guy can do. He's got like 20 home runs this season, but he is hitting two home runs with a high strikeout rate. So I like this matchup for Carlos Rodon. I think this is a good prop at seven and a half. And you're giving me plus money at plus 115. Also, let's not forget that the uh, Giants just got swept at home by the Chicago White Sox. They got Rodon out there. I think they're going to make a statement tonight against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, right out the anger. They, they need a little bounce back game. I, I love that pick. Um, my strikeout prop that we were talking before that you love, Alex Manoa, over 
six and a half strikeouts, minus 116. He averages seven strikeouts a game. Last oh. three games, the A's have striked out an average of 11.3. Hammer all day long. The A's yep. suck. Noah's a beast. He's it's it's gonna be. I'm gonna feel bad. I feel bad for the A's that today they have to face him. That's mm-hmm. I feel that confident. Hammering all day long. That's a guarantee. Yes, it is. What what's the price on that? Were you getting plus money on that too? No, minus one sixteen. Not See, a lot minus of minus one sixteen. But here's the thing: minus one sixteen isn't a bad number. Now, if it was mm-hmm. one sixty, yes, I'm gonna tell you. To, he's gonna hit that. But if it was one sixty, I'm like that better be five and a half Ks, not six and a half. K's. Yeah. But yeah, 116, I would jump on that. I think that's a good play. In fact, I'm going to play a play off of your play. Uh, it's not a strikeout prop, obviously. Uh, you already mentioned the strikeout prop, but I'm going to add on to that a first five-inning under total, under three and a half for that game, A's versus Toronto. It's not just Alec Manoa, who we know is very good, but Cole Irvinstone for the A's, not a bad pitcher. This has got first five-inning under all over it. I'm only expecting maybe two runs. And honestly, I'm only expecting the two runs to be coming from Toronto. I'm expecting to be like 2 nothing going into the sixth. And then Toronto will go ahead and put up 15 runs. All right, I'm going to give you my next K prop. I really like this one, even though the numbers do not back it up. I'm going I'm to let you guys know right now. The numbers do not back this up in any way, shape, or form. So I'm going to say I apologize out front. But no, this is going to hit. I really think this is going to hit. And that is Julio Urias. Julio Urias is pitching tonight against... Oh, God, the Colorado Rockies. Now, here's the thing. That doesn't sound bad on paper, except the Colorado Rockies, for some reason, has been the one team that's had the Dodgers number this year. And I will tell you this. This is why I'm taking this number. It's over five and a half Ks. I think he's going to hit that, and you're getting plus money at plus 105. Here's why you're getting the plus money, though. You hear over five and a half Ks from Julio Arias. You know this guy can go deep into ball games, high pitch counts, and can definitely strike out a lot of guys. Here's where the pause is coming from. Charlie Blackman, he's faced him 27 times. He's three hitting 350. Uh, Chris Bryant, he's faced him 25 times. He's hitting 350. CJ Crone has faced him 17 times. He's hitting 300. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say 300? I meant 412. Um, <laughs> Ryan McMahon, he's faced him 20 times. He's hitting 316. Uh, Garrett Hampson, he's faced him 22 times. Thank God he's only just hitting under 250. But that's a lot of guys with a lot of contact and apparently very good contact against Julio Arias. And by the way, Chris Bryant, he's got two home runs off him. Charlie Blackman's got a home run off him. Uh, CJ Crone's got two home runs off him. So this is a team that's seen him well. However, the Dodgers just beat the living hell out of the Padres for a week. I think the pod, the Dodgers got Mookie Betts back. I think the Dodgers are about to go on a biblical run. And I do mean a bit. What we were talking about the Yankees two weeks ago is what we're going to start saying about the Dodgers for the next month. Watch out for L.A. I think Julio Urias is going to pitch a gem tonight. Another statement type game. And you're giving me plus money to do it. Thank you all day. Thank you so much. I will take that. And you should, too. With them about to go on a tear, would you take them for longest winning uh, winning streak in the MLB? Hmm. That that's a little lofty. Like okay. that to me, when you're when you're playing on the idea of winning streaks before the winning streak starts, you are <laughs> yeah. you are just gambling. For the last, <laughs> you're playing roulette at that point. I mean, I'm yeah. not against it if, if it gives you a, a kick and you enjoy it. And plus, it can hit. I mean, the Dodgers of all the teams, obviously, they're the best team in the National League, unquestionably. Uh, you got any more uh, props for us? Because I do have a home run prop and. I also got you a total basis prop that I am in love with. 
I got one total bases that kind of going off what you were saying earlier. I see Joe Cohen, like you said, 412 average hitting, all base percentage 412. I'm going to take his total bases today plus 115. I really like that. I'm going to prop that. I think he's going to hit it. I'm in love with CJ Crone. He's actually one of my favorite players to watch. Mine too. He's incredible. I love him. I love everything that he does. I've played against him so many times. So we we came up mm-hmm. at the same time. He was with the Angels. I was with the Padres. Um, so he was always a very good power hitter. Big dude. Big dude. I played for his father uh, with the Diamondbacks organization. Really? And I played with his brother. And if you think, C- and this is not a knock on CJ Crone because CJ Crone is really good. But if you think CJ Crone is good, Google Kevin Crone. Kevin Crone is the single greatest hitter I may have ever played with. I'm what I watched this guy do. I'll give you an example. I was a power hitter. I was a very good power hitter. Uh, in fact, if you ever Google me, I was often referred to as the real life Crash Davis. I hit 230 home runs. I I was a power guy. Mm-hmm. Well known for it, in fact. I led the PCL, which is the AAA division uh, on the west side for the uh, all of major league baseball in home runs one season i did it in about 420 at bats and i hit about 28 home runs good season wish i had another 100 at bats so i could have hit 38 homers but you know what i'll take it and it was a good year and i did lead the league in home runs pretty cool good 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 on me I'm, i felt good about that i'm like yeah led the league suck it everybody anyways i played with cj crone a couple years later and he hit 28 home runs with two weeks left before the all-star break and i'm not kidding the guy did nothing but find barrels. Unbelievable. Everything. Singles were hit 120 off the bat. Jeez. Home runs were just automatic. Everywhere, too. And I know people about, well, it's a PCL, the ball flies. No, no. There was not a cheap homer in the bunch. Every ball was 470 plus, this guy. I, I've never seen a guy hit like him. Everything. He hit everything. Um, Kevin Crone, CJ Crone, anyone with the last name Crone. Yes, take their yes. hitting prop. Yes, I'm all for it. And I let's get this Kevin Crone guy on the Cubs. I mean, we need to help a little bit. <laughs> He's in Japan, actually, right now. He's playing for, I believe, the Hiroshima Carp at the moment. Um, I got um, I got a home run prop for you. Um, I, I've never been big on home run props, but there's something about this that I really like. And it's Jesus Aguilar. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because of Jesus Aguilar. It's because who he's facing. He's facing Patrick Corbin. Now, you're thinking, well, Aguilar must have great numbers against Corbin. Not particularly. He's hitting 230 off of him in his career. He's got only, what, 18 at bats? I mean, Jesus Aguilar is a home run hitting machine, and he does have a homer off of him. But here's the thing. This is a different Patrick Corbin now. Yeah. These numbers are off of the old Cy Young finalist Patrick Corbin. This is not that Patrick Corbin. Let's be honest, man. It's been the phrase throughout all of Vegas and all of gambling baseball and today, unfortunately, on July 4th is Fade Corbin Day. I'd watch out for Jesus Aguilar hitting a ball 7,000 feet off of Patrick Corbin today, unquestionably. And keep in mind, he's hitting, what, 22 at-bats off him, only a home run. But Aguilar is hitting 250 this year with nine home runs. And of the 14 home runs given up by Corbin, 11 off of righties. Heads up, everybody. Jesus Aguilar is going to the yard. I love I love that play. I'm I'm thinking about playing that right now. Um, I'm gonna, I got a home run prop for you, and the one I like is Jose Abreu to hit a Ooh, home run. Today. I like that one too. By the yes. way, yes, I it caught my eye and I thought about it. And here's why I didn't play it. I've been feeling too good about the White Sox the last few days, so I know something <laughs> yeah. bad's coming. I'm yeah. not touching them for the next few days, man. No way. Yeah, it's it's like when 
They're riding too high. They're, they're yeah, coming, no, no. and it's going to come. I, I've been here before. I've been <laughs> yeah. here before. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Don't give me the hope, please. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst thing you can do to me right now. But I don't hate the play of Jesus uh, Jose Abreu at all. No, no. Do you have any more plays before we go into the games? One more, and this one is a little staggering. I thought about taking it as a home run prop, and the reason I didn't is because you're giving me serious value on a total basis prop. And that's something I want to tell you guys if you are listening to this. Um, if you think you got a feeling on a home run prop, but you're not liking the value, say it's under three to one. And if you are getting a home run prop under three to three to one, you probably shouldn't take it. But always check their total basis props. Always, because the total basis props are where it gets interesting. For in- for instance, I can't believe I'm getting this total basis prop on Whit Merrifield because he's facing Jake Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi is not a bad pitcher in any way, shape, or form, but Whit Merrifield has faced this guy 26 times. He's got two walks. He's got 24 actual at-bats, 11 hits, which means he's hitting 458. He's got three homers off of him. He's got another two doubles. This guy owns Jake Odorizzi, and you can get this prop at plus 135 over one and a half total bases. How many ways can he do this? He's already homered off him three times. A home run is four total bases. Hey, and that's the type of stuff you can't get anywhere else. And that's why BetMGM LB Podcast powered by BetQL is here. And everybody else climbing to us trying to get us to the top. Man, you ain't lying. Guys, we're going to take our last little break of the day. When we come back, we're going to take you through the slate of ball games. And we're going to talk about the series coming up all right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. I'm Cody Decker, along with Hayden Ass Mario, and we're talking all things baseball. We just took you through all the props of the day, and we got some great props. But more importantly, we got a lot of matchups taking place here on July 4th. And let's just get them real quick. Let's nail these, Mario. Let's put them through the ringer. Let's start with the Marlins and Nationals. And I've already said it, and I'll say it again. It is Friday, which means it's Fade Corbin Day. So, I'm sorry. It's not Friday. Why do, well, I feel like it's Friday. It's, it feels like Friday. Because it feels it's like Friday. July 4th and it's yeah. on a Monday. How often does a Monday feel like a Friday? I, I was thinking about this. They should just force July 4th to be on a Friday every time. It shouldn't it, be on a Monday or anything else. Just steep, stick it to Friday. Sounds like a lovely idea, but mathematically there are some problems. Yeah, you know, I'm not a math guy. I'm not going to lie to you. Something <laughs> you might not want to admit on the gambling podcast as we talk tons <laughs> of numbers. <laughs> well, listen, this game actually is already underway. So unfortunately, you guys probably can't make this bet. I already did. Luckily, it's Fade Corbin Day, and I already gave you my home run prop in that game. So let's move it right past that. Rangers Orioles, Dane Dunning taking on Dean Kramer. And listen, I'm going to tell you guys to take the Orioles. I'm going to tell you to take not only the Orioles, take the Orioles on the money line. Dean Kramer is the reason, by the way. Dean Kramer, ex-teammate of mine, by the way, in uh, Team Israel. Dean Kramer has been phenomenal since they brought him back up, and I've been waiting so long for him to make this leap. Uh, For the last two years, he was just getting beat up, beat up, beat up. And I didn't like that. It just seemed like every week there is no adjustment. He's just pitching that same 93 cutter and a 93 cutter doesn't do it anymore. It's not 1997. Everybody's got a cutter, but now the cutters are 98. So 93 cutters aren't going to be the same pitch. So I'm like, finally, he's made some adjustments. He's got a good ERA right now. 
I'm so excited for Dean Kramer because he can be a star one day. He really can. Young guy. Um, and you can currently get them on the money line. It's a pick em game. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be a pick em game, but it is a pick em game, and you can get them at minus 110. I'm taking Baltimore Orioles on the money line. Dean Kramer, my boy. Let's do it, baby. This is a stay away game for me just because I don't want to be stuck watching Orioles versus Rangers. But why? why? The Orioles have Adley Rushman, the eighth best power hitter in baseball, according to Major League Baseball. Yeah, I know. We should be tracking that every second and tweeting as soon as he does something good that this is literally the greatest player that's ever lived. That's Adley Rush. Adley Rush watch every yeah. single day. Rush every watch. single day. Every channel should change every time he comes to the plate. And again, yes. I'm not making fun of him because I don't like that. I, I actually, I'm a fan of this kid. I'm just not a fan of how everyone else is forcing us to become a fan of this kid. <laughs> yes, it is. It is like, like thrown in your face of you have to be a diehard fan. Yeah, you better root for him. You yeah. better root for. Him. You better, um, or no one's gonna love you in baseball. I get, I get this being a stay away game, but I do like the the Orioles a little bit. They've been a, a fun team to watch as of late. Guardians, Tigers, not much I really care about in this game to be honest. If you think the Tigers are gonna win, I don't. Um, but if you think they can win, you can get them at plus one twenty five on the money line. As for me, I'm not looking at the run line here. You can get the Guardians at plus one hundred five, but after watching them get swept, I'm I'm staying away from this game. Yeah, it's a stay away for me. If you're going to play it, I'd maybe say Guardians run line. I mean, Guardians have literally just gone through a gauntlet. They just had a hard stretch. They had to go serious against Dodgers, Twins, Red Sox, Twins again, and then the Yankees. So I'm guessing if anything in this game, they they just went from some of the best teams in the MLB to the most disappointed, uh, arguably dis- most disappointing team in the MLB. I know we have the White Sox up there, but arguably the most disappointing team. If you didn't do anything, play Guardians. If not, please change the channel. And turn on the game we're about to talk about, ne- talk about next, Rays versus yeah. Red Sox. This is a game I'm excited about. And I've been very big on the Rays, but not today. Mm-hmm. And the reason is Jalen Beeks. Jalen Beeks is going to give up five runs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going Red Sox here. And I think I'm actually going to go ahead and take the Red Sox on the run line at plus 135. Get myself some value out of this. Uh, it, Michael Walker has been phenomenal. He's six and one with a two, six, nine ERA. Now Jalen Beeks hasn't been bad. He's got a two, seven ERA, but it seems as though every game that Jalen Beeks has been put out there lately to start, he has been getting rocked at the wrong times. I'm definitely taking the Red Sox in this ball game. However, I'm going to fade the Red Sox the rest of this series. The only reason I'm on the Sox today is because they're facing Jalen Beeks and they got Michael Walker on the mound. I completely agree. I took this. This was the first bad even place today was Red Sox run line. I really like the bet. I'm walk on the mound versus Beaks. I'm going to take Waka 10 times out of 10. That, All right. We got to talk that. about your favorite team in the world. The Cubs taking on in division rival and first place team, Milwaukee Brewers. I've, by the way, all week last week, I told people to take the Cubs over and over. And I was right over and over. Mm. Today's not that day, man. No. I'm so sorry. I, no. I, it's not that I don't want them to win because I do. Lauer, and if there's a guy they can take it to, it would be Lauer. He's got a 402 ERA. Um, but they're throwing out Justin Steele with a 4.39 ERA. The Brewers have been swinging it finally pretty well lately. Christian Yelich starting to come alive a little bit. Rowdy Telez has been swinging it great. Adamas is someone you got to watch out for, and that team is going to be active at the trade deadline. I do think the Brewers are going to be possibly a force to be reckoned with if they get another uh, bat in that lineup. I'm taking the Brewers today. I'm taking the Brewers on the run line, plus 125. It, trust me, it, it hurts me to say it out loud. I don't want to say it out loud, but you got to do it. Brewers, run line, plus 125. Yeah, you have to. Look, the Brewers post the fifth best win percentage in the MLB. 
after a win. They are 4-0 in their last four games versus a left-handed uh, left-handed starter. Excuse me. This is going to be a bad day to be a Cubs fan. This is a day in the Cubs when you pull a Ryan Horvat and you put in the 2016 DVD and you enjoy that today and then hope this nightmare is going to be over, but it's not. Yeah, here's a game I'm going to stay away just because there's not a lot of value. Um, the only real value would be on the run line unless – unless you somehow think that the Royals are good underdogs on the road in Houston, they're plus 200. I mean, no, but Hey, you got value. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're feeling risky and you really want a good reward, take it, but yeah. you're pretty much lighting money on fire. Yeah. You're giving that away. If you, if you make that, that, uh, Odorizzi on the mound. However, I did give you my whip Merrifield, uh, uh, mm-hmm. on base prop. I think that's worth definitely quite frankly, I think that's worth a lot of money. I think that's a good one to put down a, a sizable bet on, uh, again, guardians tigers playing two games. Don't even care. Don't care. Um, no. we, don't, we don't even have a pitching matchup. So listen, guardians if you want but again there's going to be no real value there okay here's a game i'm looking forward to and not only the game i'm looking forward to it's a series i'm looking forward to because two teams that quite frankly need to win right now mariners padres now the mariners have been playing some decent baseball as of late but they got chris flexen on the mound and i love i love chris flexen personally ex-teammate of mine but man he he has been a guy to fade this season He's got a 4-2-3, sorry, 4-3-2 ERA. He's facing Manaya, uh, 3-3 and with a 3-9-2 ERA. I like the Padres tonight, and not only do I like the Padres at home tonight, I like the Padres at home on the run line, plus 110. Manny Machado's back. This team, is he's got a few games now under his belt. Now he's going to start to turn it on a little bit. This team is going to start boat racing teams again, and they're going to start with the Mariners, which breaks my heart because I want the Mariners to win. They're just not going to. Um, the Astros are going to run away with that division by like 20 games. Okay, this is going to be a really weird thing, but for some reason, on all the teams the MLB, I can't stand the Mariners. I don't know what is about what? them. Yeah, I do. I can't stand. You're them. such a Gen Z kid. You don't know anything about the '90s Mariners. You don't know how great the Mariners are. The Mariners are the greatest thing in the world. You know <laughs> nothing about Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest '97. You don't know how much that every kid in this world was a fan of Dan Wilson. Yes, I'm going to say that again. Catcher Dan Wilson, someone you've never heard of. Everyone was a fan of him. You know why? Because he was a catcher on the same team as Ken Griffey Jr. Man, Ken Griffey Jr. was an actual superstar and when i say that no but when i say like superstar i mean like how we should have mike trout up Mm -hmm. on our walls yeah we all had griffey jr up on our walls i'm talking the 90s everyone had a jordan poster everyone had a griffey jr poster and that was like it that was what it was we don't have that these days that's how cool king griffey jr was that so much so that dan wilson was my favorite catcher (laughs) just like the proximity to griffey one of the prettiest swings in MLB history. The prettiest yes. swing yes. in Major League Baseball history. There is not even a close second. Yes, but fade them big time today. Uh, Padres are 4-1 and one in the last inter, last five interleague home games versus a team with losing record. And Seattle's 2-6 and six in their last eight Monday games. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I sadly got to fade them. Watch out for that. Hey, Mets, Reds, they are playing in Cincinnati, but Taiwan Walker's on the mound, and Taiwan Walker's been phenomenal. He's taking on your Prince, who is definitely not hitting that K prop today. Listen, <laughs> I'm going with the Mets. In fact, I feel confident enough to go with the Mets on the run line, minus 115. A lot of run lines today. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, too, just because Mets had a tough week last week. Braves are catching up to them pretty fast. Mm-hmm. They need to pile up the wins. 
and they face the Reds, who suck, and they need, like I said, they need to pile up wins. They need oh, momentum. Yes, he's coming back. To do it. What? Scherzer's, Scherzer's, Scherzer's coming back. back. DeGrom is coming back, officially oh, yeah. coming back. In fact, DeGrom finally had his first rehab start. First three pitches, 100, 101, 99. I think he's fine. I think he might, he might be okay. I I, I'm going okay. to go out. I'm going to say the hot take of the day. He might be okay. He's he going to be fine. Yeah. All right. Blue Jays, A's. Manoa, Irvin. We, I mean, if you are someone who thinks the A's can win this game, perhaps I can. I got a bridge or two I can sell you. Uh, Manoa's definitely going to hit his K prop. Uh, Blue Jays, my, minus 135 on the run line. Again, lots of run lines today, man. Yeah. I'm hammering the run line in last four starts for Manoa. The Blue Jays have covered every single time. Easily, mm-hmm. too. So, Give me that. Twins, White Sox. I know what I want to bet, but guess what? I've told everybody for the last three days to stay away from the White Sox, and the White Sox have been winning. So guess what I'm going to tell you to do? Stay the hell away from the White Sox. I want this team to keep winning. Don't any of you bet on them. Don't you dare. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Don't even pretend this game doesn't exist. That's what I'm doing. I hammered Twins money line. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Yes, I no, did. you with yes, Bundy on the mount. No, you did not. Yes, Everything on this game says the White Sox are going to win this by five. I'm just telling you not to bet on it because I need them to win by five. And in history, every time it all says that White Sox are going to win, they do not win. So that's what I thought in my head. I thought Minnesota Twins. That's and, actually, a, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. That's as good of a reason as any of the other, <laughs> other any of the reasons yeah. you said today. You have nothing to back that up. Yet it makes all the sense in the world. Oh, all the absolutely. Sense. Yeah. I'm not touching this game. I want the White Sox to win. I'm not touching it. Dodgers, Rockies. They are playing in LA. Urias, six and six with a two, six, five. And I did earlier in the show give you his numbers against mm-hmm. the team. And I will freely admit this not good. The Rockies absolutely are a team that owns Urias, but I got a feeling that tonight's the night that changes. I got his K prop with plus money over five and a half. I'm not going to really touch this game because there's not a lot of value on the actual game is unfortunate. I don't feel confident enough with the Dodgers on the run line based on how they played the Rockies as of late. So the only move I would make is the money line, but the money line, I mean, obviously you're getting the Dodgers at minus 300. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the you're not even getting value on the Dodgers till you get to the alternate run line, which is two and a half runs. The Dodgers would have to win by three. I I'm not confident on that. I'm just not. I think the Dodgers will win, but I do not think it's going to be by three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say stay away from that. Find some props, uh, total basis props. Look at Mookie Betts. Look at Trey Turner. Um, honest to God, look at some look over at the Rockies because again, the numbers back up the Rockies hammering Julio Urias. I just think it's not going to happen. No, I, you're talking to the guy that last week I thought Kershaw could take out the Rockies. I thought Anderson could take out the Rockies. And I lost a lot of money because of it. So this week, it's I'm with you. The numbers are saying so many different things. And I there's such a small part of me that's like, in revenge for how bad the Dodgers screwed me last week, I want to take Rockies money line. But then I also know that turns you into a psychopath because yeah. you just bet against the Dodgers with the Rockies. Stay away from me. Absolutely. If maybe if you're, you know, in the Midwest, you want a little late night baseball, you want to throw a little thrill, I guess, bet on it. But listen, you know, the Dodgers haven't played the Rockies well this year. Yeah. Specifically this year. So if you are a person that thinks that streak can continue today, you have to understand here the money lines plus 240. We're, yeah. we're talking, we're talking a home run prop odds 
for the the Rockies to just win outright. It's not out of the realm of possibility, especially off a pitcher that they own. I just, I cannot fade the Dodgers. I just can't do it. I'm not going to lie. You're pushing me more and more towards a sprinkle. The the numbers say, the numbers say, and numbers don't lie. The numbers are there. The numbers back it up. The history backs it up. Yes. But the history also backed up that Kershaw wasn't going to absolutely dominate the Padres yesterday, and he did. Yes. But that was Kershaw. And this is Urias. I'm I'm, I'm agreeing that we're talking about one of the greatest pitchers of all time in Kershaw, but Urias is no slouch. He never has been. He is a a top guy. We need to move on before I place the Rockies bet. You're going to place the bet. I'm not not ending the show until you place this bet. I will probably place this bet. (laughs) At one point, I will probably place this bet. All right, guys, that has been it for us. Uh, Of course, Super Mario doing a phenomenal job stepping in for Ryan Horvat, who is out on vacation this week, enjoying his fourth with his family. Uh, He, of course, will be back. And I will be back, of course, next uh, this Friday for the next MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Thank you so much. You did a phenomenal job, Mario. Truly. Uh, Thank you to BetMGM. And thank you to everyone who is joining us. Like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, Mario, where can people find you on social media? Look on Twitter. I'm at at Mario23 underscore Heron. And on Instagram, at Ben underscore Heron10. Come follow me. Come join me. Like to have a good time. And tweet me bets, please. Tweet me bets all day long. I agree with all of that. And yes, listeners, I agree that we should probably streamline his Twitter and IG handles a little better so it could be a lot easier to find him. I have this problem every week when I post our shows because I have to find through like 19 Marios with 45 different underscores. My God, Mario, <laughs> that up a little bit. You can find me on Twitter at Decker6 and Instagram, Antihero Baseball. Follow me and find out where everything that I'm doing. Of course, check out our other shows, Bet for the Cycle. But most importantly, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll see you again later this week. That's it. Enjoy baseball. Beat it. Peace.